are are I guess we can say this later, but are you gonna play Death Stranding? I that's uh that's Metal Gear Man, right? Yeah, it's not Metal Gear though. It's Norman Reedus. It's nor now I I shit you not. All I was playing Last of Us for six hours last night, and I couldn't stop like the thing that wouldn't leave my brain was the phrase Norman Reedus funky fetus. Uh-huh. And I don't really even know what that is. Hello everyone and welcome once again to Yadi Yadi Boys, the official JoJo's Bizarre Adventure podcast of the anime, of the manga, of the Hirohiko Araki. I am Eddie Colasso and I know what number episode this is of the show. And with the answer is Brooks Oglesby. Hi, I'm your piss-stained zipper guy. And also, <laughs> I, also I know what number it is. Oh, are you a language master? And I'm a number man. A number man and a language professor genius. There was a lot of English teacher cerebral stuff on this one. Yeah, I felt targeted by the disgusting man of Seco. The mud. You don't like you don't like him? I didn't like the mud pie man. <laughs> like when when Bruno used too small of a slice and, and no, he got and too no, small of a slice. And Chocolata's tummy was all fucked up because yeah. <laughs> he used too small of a slice. Um for, well, first first of all, first of all. Uh, what did you think of these episodes? I I said it in our in our, in our chat. I genu I was watching Green Tea and Sanctuary Part Two, which is the first. It's sort of a it's Coheed and Cambria style numbering on this one. The first uh-huh. one is Part Two, uh-huh. and I was in keeping secrets of Chocolata. <laughs> I was thinking this is genuinely one of the best episodes, like at least of like stand of the week stuff. Yeah. Oh, of course. There is nothing okay. to complain about. Because people were like, I saw people were like, oh, Brooks is going to go nuts on this next episode. And I saw that the um, the little yellow men were like, had front and center role. So I was like, oh, no, what if mm-hmm. what if the little yellow boys die? Mm-hmm. And what if number one doesn't make it out? Mm-hmm. Um, but he did. He did. And it was a great episode. And we loved every second. Of it. <laughs> we loved every from beginning to almost the end. We loved it. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so yeah, we'll we'll get into that. Is this uh, why you like part five? Is this why you were excited? Um, I do remember, <laughs> uh, I forget what I compared it to, but I was like, I'm more excited. I think it was, I'm more excited for books to find out the secret character in part five than I am for like WrestleMania weekend. <laughs> well, that's, yeah, that's, that's just nothing. So uh, apparently like I told you at some point it happens and you were just like, whatever. And we both forgot about it. I did predict dr polnareff at some point as kind of a joke uh, and i was right you, oh as always i couldn't find the episode but it's one of the episodes in the backlog and i did mm. jokingly say that dr polnareff was going to show up and what can i say except you're welcome <laughs> um so let's get into it uh with, it's just not fair that bruno's dead the whole time but that's how he didn't get mud poison wouldn't it be cool if polnareff showed up and he was like oh, i I'm dead. I'm dead. He he only went to the first area of the Coliseum, not the second level. So the mold mm-hmm. got to him. Yeah, and on the third level is where they do the chariot racing if you're in a battle yeah. tendency. <laughs> um, so this one begins Green Teen Sanctuary Part Two, uh, with Bruno, I believe, saying, "My life will have already ended." Yeah, he's. We get a recap of him being like, "Huh, oh, I died, I guess." Uh huh. 
It's good. I like it. Let and me use this it. to my advantage. Um, I thought they were going to show the sick shot at the end of the previous episode again, but they decided not to give that to us this time. Great. We love it. We love it. We're back. <laughs> well, this will make using the Craig recording much easier. I'm here. Yeah, I can hear you. But Perfect. like, it's it's choppy. Uh-oh. Listen, I got full Wi-Fi. I'm good. Yeah, I also do. <laughs> it's weird. All right. Well, are you good now? Are we back? Yeah, I think we're back. Okay, we're back. Perfect. We love it. Okay, sorry to make you have to edit. I'm not. Cool. I'm slapping Craig in there and everyone's going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> we Just had to listen this. to it. It's not fair that everybody else doesn't get to. Yeah, exactly. Um, this is, <laughs> Listen, Wi-Fi doesn't want to talk about him either. I, <laughs> um, I, I don't know. Cause, so then we do uh, Funny um, Gangs, uh, the song. That's good. Right. I don't know if, because there's the one part of it where it, like, zooms into beautiful Dapio's hair, and and uh, Risotto Nero is there. I don't know if he was there the whole time. Like, in the, have... in, in the intro? In the intro, yeah. I may have That's just neat. missed it, but... I'm usually just, like, looking at Dapio's handsome face, so I kind of mm. miss everything else. I kept an eye open for Dr. Polnareff, but I didn't see him. So... Didn't catch him on that one. No. And I'm pretty sure I would have. Typically, when I'm walking around at night and I see somebody down the street with binoculars, I typically see them. Yeah. In the pitch dark, 100 miles away. Yeah, it's reflecting against the, the dark. Um, So we go back into the episode and we can't let this, as, as many uh, astute Pigot family members notice, um, Seko has the cheeks. He does have a fat ass in this set of episodes, huh? <laughs> I it's but it's like per, it's sculpted like he's an action figure. Yeah, he's like a perfectly square bottom on this man. <laughs> it's the suit. He's got, he's got that bun cake. Yeah. <laughs> um. So then what? So okay. So then he starts talking. So Seko's gonna fight Bruno. We have Jorno is off in the helicopter or whatever. It's pretty um, much a it's pretty much a Bruno set. Yeah, I liked it. The There's the, was I, there too. If, yeah, that's fine. He says, uh, "I thought Crunchyroll sort of made a." Me funny too. I thought here. I thought Crunchyroll fucked up on this one, but it was because he says, "How hit. dare you pull off something so clever?" And I was like, but, "Wait, uh, Crunchyroll, what do you what do you got going there?" But and he, he spoke. It's just the famous thing about Seko that will come up later that he doesn't. Uh, <laughs> he has a hard time remembering certain words. Yeah, because then he's like something so clever. No, wait. So lever, and then Bruno's like, "Do you mean clever?" And Seko says, "What are you, a language teacher?" <laughs> and that's Good. why he's your favorite. Yeah, we love him, Seko. We love him. We love a guy who respects language teachers. <laughs> um, I did think it was cool how he, he's punching Bruno very fast, and then Bruno's like, "Wow, how is he punching so fast?" And he's like rebounding his arms off the gross dirt by like making it into like a, a boxer's like yeah it's like a boxer using the ropes to increase his punching power obviously i was thinking it was like the speed bag where it like hits back oh. apparently it's like it's like the ropes apparently it's like when you're watching uh floyd mayweather and he does his famous punch where he backs up against the turnbuckle and goes full running speed forward and punches uh-huh we love it he does it's happy gilmore good. but with his fists that's where he learned it from um, my next note is, let me just zip on down here, so I'm guessing that's a Bruno thing. Yeah, he just kind of zips away, and then Seko reminds us that he ain't got no mold on him. 
So he's going to have to do punches to him until he's dead. And then we go to Chocolata in a helicopter. Which he, he loves to be in it. <laughs> he does. He likes it. Um, so I don't know why. I don't 100% understand why Green Green Day's poison doesn't work on the tree. Because it does later. Well, like it's the tree that's holding the helicopter in place. It read the script. Okay. That makes sense. And also, it's it's. I mean, it's growing up. Ah, yeah. In a way, yeah, so owned. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, um, I know. It's it's hard to be away from Bruno, but we'll we'll be done. We'll get back. I'm just thinking I'm just thinking about him. Yeah. Um so Mr. He's like, I'm gonna do what I always do and just shoot a bunch of bullets at the bad guy and not get hurt. <laughs> and it works every time. <laughs> Jonah says awesome. He's awesome. I love you, I love you Mr. <laughs> Mr. Do it. It's your best trait. So he does it. And then Chocolata is up. So Chocolata is apparently not in this helicopter anymore. There is no human man here. Yeah, we get a we get a report from number five that they we see them like funny ricocheting around the cockpit looking for him, and it's pretty funny. Uh huh. But then number two and number three get cut in half, hot dog style. They do get hot dog style exploded, and um, it's only number five now. Number five is the only. I I did like like number five. I forget if he never gets shot there or if he just goes back but jordan i like jordan talking to him like he's a person i fucking love it dude he's like number five here's the plan we this is what we have to figure out i do love the horcrux shit of like mister like starts to explode hot dog style but only like two-fifths mister giovanna the last of the bullets are exploding mister will die forever so he's good. Like, okay. he sounded like he was in more pain than usual he said okay number five stay here with me be my friend <laughs> um and and i keep this keeps happening and it's good on araki here for remembering this one because i keep forgetting about it that someone is always in possession of coco jumbo <laughs> like narancha and trish are still in there and jordan's like okay i'm just gonna put this aside for a second while i take care of this guy and i is, so narancha is like sick oh yeah because he got the mold on him he got the yucky mold. is trish just is trish just like a rocky girl and she can't come out and help yeah she's just hang she can't fight she, she has a rocky girl disease. She has been diagnosed with girls, so she has to <laughs> stay in the turtle. Right. I it was sure good to see the bouncy stand once. Yeah, maybe it'll happen again. No. I don't remember. <laughs> like I knew that we only see Purple Haze once. I don't remember how many times Spicy Lady does anything. Right. It's like with part four, how you think there's the chili pepper thing, and then uh sheer heart attack shows up and then Kira gets an ambulance and that's all you remember. And that's all that happens, yeah. Um so I ha- does Jordan just like run into the helicopter? Yeah, pretty much. Um mm. cause like Mist is like dying and number five is like, Hey, send me in, stop dying. And then Jorno's uh-huh. like, I I, hey number five little yellow man it's no use i can't heal him until all of the little boys are back and they're all on the helicopter because that's how stands work for this episode it's horcrux rules baby we love it we love so it. then he, t- he yeah this is where Jorno tells mista's corpse to watch over the turtle yeah <laughs> and then uh miss uh like uh mista sends number five with like his one last bullet and last i'm bullet. Ar- already just, crying in the club it's just so hold, just hold on to this one and Take then it. uh so yeah, Jorno is goes up to the copter and he's like, "Oh, I can sense him in here because um, it's it's tender machine all over again." Huh. Um. So, uh, turns out, so this is a very normal thing to do. Um. Apparently, what Mister Chocolate did here is he molded his body apart 
Yeah, but, but he knows which parts you can mold apart, like your entire top. Yeah, of your he's. Torso he's and a, I teach medical students sometimes, and that is what they're learning. To how to like make your spine wiggle, which things you can cut, and then you're fine. <laughs> uh huh. So he's kind of detached his own body parts and just sent them flying about on this Listen, uh, helicopter. God gave us two arms. Uh huh. Not one. We got he spares. He gave us one spine, though, which we like to see. God gave us six little yellow boys to, <laughs> to ride on our weapons. And we love each and every one of them, but we love number five the most. Yeah, so he does a moldy zoom punch at Jorno, and then uh-huh. he starts monologuing about how he likes to be curious because he was experimented on as a child, and he learned how to cut himself in half and be good. Mm-hmm. And then Jorno's being punched off the helicopter as the main character, number five, is like, <laughs> don't fall down. Jorno, please don't fall. And then he starts getting a moldy head. And I love that number five is like second to Bruno in the main character of this arc. Yeah. Giorno, do not fall to the ground, Mr. Giovanna. He hates it. So Giorno has mold hair. Um, and as he's falling, Mr. Chocolate, he's like, oh, uh, look at me with like the, the despair in your eyes. Because when despair turns to hope, you are hashtag blessed. He but did say what, that. But when it's the opposite, um, you don't. Uh, duty is the death of love, Jorno. Oh, I heard love is the death. It could be the death of duty, but something to think about. Yeah, there's some profound statements to make. So um, then the bullet man just sort of shoots through Jorno's hand, and it makes a big branch out of it. Mm-hmm. And then Jorno says, "Grazie, number five. He liked it. I guess it's because like the bullet touched him, so now he can make it into a tree. Yeah, it's it's the branch. It's a branch now, but there's it's alive, so there's mold on it now. Mm-hmm. And then five says to go jump onto the helicopter, and then um, he says, "Is this where chocolate, Mr. Chocolate says Bene or Jorno says Bene?" I, I believe Jorno says Bene. Jorno says, "Oh yeah, because um, Chocolata gets uh, yeah, Chocolata, he, Mr. Face. Chocolate. He's like, oh, show me the expression in your face, and you lose all hope and die." And then Jorno gets blasted through his hand and says, Bene. That's true. Yeah, that is. Okay. And yeah, this is where Jorno was like, nice work, me. Because the angle I calculated was perfect. The angle I calculated toward the helicopter's propellers was perfect. It was. So. Are you having botherations? It was perfect. We did gloss over uh, an earlier statement that I, I, it must have been said by Mr. Chocolate. Yeah, But it's, did you forget that both of my legs were still hiding? (laughs) I got it. I got to admit, I did. I did. This is this is what we mean when we say you can't spoil JoJo, uh-huh. <laughs> because of statements <laughs> like that. Um. Anyway, uh, Jorno did some shit where he calculated the sine cosine tangent of the helicopter's propellers, mm-hmm. and he says, "By the way, all that bullshit about being blessed that you were yapping about, I can't say I feel blessed at all, even though I'm looking at you." Because he I've says, been there's no there's the no God, Mister Chocolate, and then he kills him. <laughs> he um so he 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 kind of bashes him a lot, right? Yeah, he gives him. Yeah, he he hurts he him like, a little bit, or he like reflects a bullet through his skull or something, but he's still fine. Mm-hmm. And he's like, like Mister Chocolate is like hanging out of the helicopter over the tree branch or whatever, potentially pretending to be dead. Jordan's like, I know you're just pretending to be dead. Also, by the way, my lungs and each and every one of my bones are destroyed. <laughs> He's like, ah, oh, yeah, I don't know how quick I'm going to be able to get up there and see if you're dead because my veins are severed and I got broken ribs and my hand is gone. But there's a hole in my lung, but my, I'll gro- be okay. my big, gross yellow stand could probably get up there in a minute. Um, 
And it's funny because like Chuckle, he's doing like the most like when you pretend to be dead when you're a kid and you have like your tongue sticking out of your mouth. <laughs> like that's yeah. what he's doing. Um, so Jorna's like, okay, here I come. I'm coming up the tree and I'm going to beat you up extra bad. And I'm only going to incapacitate you if you pretend to be like dead in the public pool uh-huh. like, a, like a child would do. But he takes one step on the branch and then Chocolate Man is like, you fool, I did stealth arm tricks. <laughs> <laughs> and then, oh yeah, he t- now he has Mista and the turtle hostage. Yeah, his gross uh, moldy hands. Um, I ha- like, I grabbed around Mr. Snack, and he's like, if you come any closer, I'm gonna, I'll do it to him. Yeah, he, uh, to. his theme song starts playing, and it goes, Jojo. Golden uh, Wind, yeah. <laughs> Jojo, Hidden Leg. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then, uh, I guess the bullet was, like, still in Chuckle at his head, and then it turns into a big beetle, and he doesn't like it. Yeah, this is where I'm like, this episode is so good. Mate, you got a beetle in your head. Make you feel in your head. And yeah, right before that is when number five uh, screams Mista's name and just blasts through his skull. Mista! Guido Mista! You've got to get revenge! It's so good. It's really, really good. So yeah, the piece of the whatever that remained in his head lured the bullet and returned to being a stag beetle, mate. And then the beetle has Golden Wind's life force. Mm-hmm. Um, and then chocolate, Mr. Chocolate says, I, I, I thought you said you would be nice if I stayed still. And Jorno says, you're not lucky actually, because you're a piece of shit. He says a piece of shit like you. And then we, we get it. I do get it. It's very fucking good. <laughs> it is pretty, it's a, I counted, it's, I counted. It's a full 30 seconds. Okay. I believe in the manga, it's seven full pages. Pretty good. So, oh boy, it's raining hard here. Yeah. So maybe that's why, uh, I don't know if that's coming up on the podcast, but maybe that's why we had our little incident Perhaps. earlier. Yeah. We'll get through it. So he punches, he does mood a punch on him forever, and we even get a he, I, cause I knew, like, I was like, okay, I'm excited for Big Muda. I'm really happy to see it. I forgot about the Big Gree. It's, I, you know, I wasn't expecting it. I just, you know, after like 15, 20 seconds, you just kind of like zone out and smile serenely and watch uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. Wasn't expecting it. He's finally Dio's son. Finally. He is Dio's son, though. He is Big Gree. Back to, <laughs> back to Muda for another yeah. like 17 seconds. It's so good. And then he lands in the trash and gets incinerated, and he's melted chocolate, and that's it. That's funny. But he's not going to be incinerated for another, like, two days or whatever. Yeah. Well, you know. And then number uh, five is like, Mista's waking up! Mista is alive, my friend! We love Mista! We love to see it! And Mista, then there's a... There's you a... won't believe what just happened! <laughs> Mista, there's a phone that's not a landline! It's 2001! Do you know about cellular connections, Primo Vista? <laughs> what is your plan with T-Mobile? He's just bleeding out. <laughs> He's fucking dying <laughs> holding a turtle. And fucking number five's like, you can get the unlimited texting plan if you price and wireless. Talk text and voice. <laughs> Guido Vista, what is your ringback tone? <laughs> um, it's probably anyway. the horny song. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Seko learns what voicemail is, and he loves five treats. 
Oh yeah, he dude, he got. I now at the beginning of this episode, you were kind of down on Seko. Mm-hmm. I kind of like Seko. Okay, I just kind of thought I in my memory he was just kind of like a slippery pervert. So I mean, I was proven wrong. He's just wearing a big like brown sack, and he has a zest and a zeal for life that I <laughs> I envy. That you get sugar cube treats. I eat a big delicious ham and pineapple style large pizza by myself and i play the bad game last of us and i enjoy it <laughs> uh-huh. and you know i i'm like oh that's pretty good mm-hmm. but but seko gets five sugar cubes and back scratches and he fucking loses it well see this is this is the tragic part is he says he's going to get five sugar cubes well maybe um you know maybe uh bruno will give it to him if Bruno only knew his weakness is that he just fucking loves sugar cubes, he could have used that to his <laughs> advantage. Um, That's true. But anyway, Seko, I mean, uh, Mr. Chocolate left a voicemail. He's like, oh, I have to go be killed by Jonah Giovanna right now. Yeah, I guess this but, is when he was, like, falling to go pretend to be dead. Yeah. But he, but then he's talking, he's like, oh, Seko, I believe in you, and that's why I love you. And I'm like, he you're not going to get it. me to care about these fuckers, Rocky, at this time. <laughs> I'm glad Chocolata's in the trash, but I like Seko. He's nice. Uh, I like Seko. Seko did uh, deserve it. It better. seems like it's a it's a Ramsey and Reek situation, and I support Reek. Yeah, same. Yeah, you gotta. Yeah, he gets um, five. So he gets five, but he's like motivated. He's like, okay, I'm gonna kill Mr. Bucciarati for uh, my pal, Mr. Chocolate, who is alive. <laughs> my live boss who who said he loves me. And then the episode ends and nothing else happens. And then, yeah, so Bruno starts sinking into the road a little bit because Seko's there, and now that the intimidating person in the pair is gone, he decides to be intimidating. Yeah, he's like, it's my it's my role now. It's my turn. I didn't want to do any of this while my partner was still alive, but now I'm going to be an, a good fighter. Mm-hmm. And then there's somebody in a coliseum, and he's watching, and it's probably just a curator, and he's... There was big discussions over, will Brooks recognize this person in, in spoilers <laughs> chat? I I honestly I had it not been the thing that the episode ends on yeah. and had people not like said like oh Brooks is going to love this one. Uh-huh. It could have just glossed right over. Well luckily he does come into full display and he gets a full title card in the next episode. Yeah, just to be safe. It's Polnareff. It's yeah, he's back. He's and back. It's we just, it. you know, at the end of fucking whatever the bad one, Stardust Crusaders, they don't go into space. They just go on a regular airplane at the end. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's only Joe Stars and Polnareff. And, you know, you get a sinking feeling when you see that. <laughs> um, I do remember, it must have been the last episode when, uh, who we now know is Polnareff, is like talking about the Stardust Crusaders and they all appear in shadows on the screen. Uh-huh. And you were like, it's all our friends. And you named every one of them except Polnareff. He's not my friend. And I, my veins were fucking bursting out of my head. <laughs> I had a stag beetle in my brain at uh-huh. that time. Yeah, mate. It's just, <laughs> what if, like, what if, like, fucking Muhammad Abdal showed up? And he was like, hey, Bruno, are you dying? I've done that twice. And it's good. Let it's me help you. Like well, he is very much dead. He's in hell. Like, no, he's, he's in, he's in, in he's in Cream's, uh, yeah, he's in his, Cream's zippered Fly of Despair. Uh-huh. We've seen was... people... There was a boat zipped up into a boat. Like, whatever. Yeah, whatever, he could be back. Iggy could be here. He learned how to talk. 
He was going to die originally, and then Araki was like, oh, people got upset. Better bring him back for exactly two episodes and then kill him again. Kill him again. Let's have him out for 15, bring him back for two, and kill him. Yeah, and then we'll do the same thing with, with Kakyoin, but he gets a glasses. We love it. He gets glasses and a backstory about how he had no friends. <laughs> um, That's this episode. Let me... It would be good if I had our, our patron list open while I did... Um, Yes. These episodes, right? That'd be professional. Uh, Patreon.com slash post Game of Thrones. If you like, you can donate to us there. At $1 a month, you'll get access to all the bonus episodes, which includes uh, Carry Me Home that I do with producer Kim, uh, a Christmas Carol episode coming up in the next few days, most likely Tuesday by Wednesday the latest. Uh, we watched that over the weekend, and it certainly was the... Uh, the story of a Christmas Carol and Jim Carrey did voices in it. So great. Yeah, exactly what you would expect it to be. (laughs) Um, you also get words and deeds that I do with Brooks, which is a metal gear solid lore podcast approved of and known of the existence of by one David Hader. David Hader does like it. He likes it. (laughs) He knows it's happening. He's, he's like, he's going to be our new patron. Mm hmm. Yeah, so David, unfortunately, you do have to give us at least one dollar to listen to it. Sorry, but yeah, but we love um, you, Dave. Uh, let's see. At five dollars a month, you'll get uh special shoutouts and episodes, and you can send us a message to read. This week's special user is. Let's see here. Um, let's go with Tufster McGee on this one. Yeah, let's. It's Tufster McGee to me. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and at $10 a month, you'll get all that plus special uh, user status in Discord. And I'll make a Fire Pro monster for you when we do our streams. We need, we're part two coming soon. We were going to finish all of the tournament, but we did have our friend David drop in along with the rest of Peacock family to tell us nice things about ourselves uh-huh. on the last stream, which is archived at twitch.tv slash quizpillion. If you want to hear people say nice things to us for 20 minutes. Yeah, and why wouldn't you? Which I, 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 I certainly like to watch it a couple times. Yeah, I definitely did. And I did like how Minoru Suzuki tapped out Jon Snow in like 32 seconds or whatever. It was pretty good. It's it funny was good to see. Uh, Patreon.com slash Post Game of Thrones. Thank you. Did you see the video posted in the Discord of, that was the uh, the the good Arya killing the Night King scene, but it had the Golden Wind theme, theme over it? it, and, it and it made it so much more sick. It's pretty good. It's, <laughs> um, it, I did love to see it. Yeah. In that situation. Yeah, now I'm never going to watch anything with Game of Thrones in it ever again. Perfect. Uh, Next up, we have Green Teen Sanctuary Part 3. I can't fucking believe Seko's still alive at this point. (laughs) He's still here. He needs three. He's canonically the strongest next to Dio or like Kira. He's the yeah, there was the villain. there was the weird part four thing where it was like a clock number in part four. But yeah, Uh he's 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 elite. He's elite. Top all tier. elite Seko. Villain. <laughs> Seko is all in. <laughs> he is. Um, he's, all, he's all out of sugar cubes. Yeah. Uh, so we get another recap of Seko wondering about Bruno being regular and alive and normal. So he probably is. Like, this is what they call a red herring. Mm-hmm. It's when they make you think something's going to happen and they don't pay it off. It's called subverting expectations. It's foreshadowing. It is. It's like um, in it's like in uh, the Last of Us where you meet uh, people who aren't the two characters who are in all the advertising, and they say, "I love being alive." It's a, it's uh-huh. a you know, and I'm not a zombie. 
<laughs> and I won't be in the future. I'm not a zombie, and I would, I would, I wouldn't like to get bit by one. <laughs> um, so we get starts with some more big punches from Seko, and Bruno zips away, and then he just starts fucking booking it. Like, right, because he needs to beat him to the Coliseum, or else he's gonna make history all yucky or something. Yeah. Um, my note about uh the intro song on this one, Gangster, is I still hate Bruno's like point seven seconds of extremely detailed teeth. Yeah, but I do love seeing them leave Fugo behind. <laughs> it's really good. So it's like you gotta and- watch it. You know, typically with any other, you know, if this was um, the uh, the podcast we used to do about the fantasy show, like I would be like, it's kind of unrealistic that, you know, they would never think about like their old friend that they had to leave behind. But I like it. I mean, they to, in their in Iraqi's defense, they are constantly under assault by dirt men and mold men and little boys. So, yeah. you know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but. <laughs> I mean, his, his stand looked pretty cool. I would be thinking about that sometimes. It did look cool. I miss that guy. Yeah, I'm sure we'll um, never see him again. So, uh, they, uh, Seko gets the call from Chocolata. He says, I'm going to take care of the gunslinger, Miss. <laughs> but I've taken a blow to the head. Uh, he says, I've taken a bit of a blow to the head. Yeah. Which is so a Seko, bit of an understatement. So, Seko but... says, so no head, and then he destroys his phone. He destroys his phone, yeah. Seko says, he goes heel, he turns heel. And he's like, he's he he basically does what Jamie did. Where he's like, I never cared for Chocolata, innocent right. or otherwise. <laughs> this is the one thing we know about it. Is yeah, and he says, Not anymore. And he did yeah. it in two episodes, but this one makes sense. Yeah. No, part four, I'm certain, is going to just be him just like burning su- like bulk supplies of sugar cubes. <laughs> he need yeah, he his true love was sugar cubes all along. Yeah, Seko go on keto. Yeah. <laughs> So then he's, um, yeah, he says he's a piece of shit loser and he spits on the camera. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, he hates him now and he does some Jojo shit. Bruno does some Jojo shit where he like throws half of a pipe at Seko on his way to the Coliseum. Uh-huh. And then he says sticky fingers in the voice that we all love to hear. Sticky and fingers. It sounds so good every time. Mm-hmm. He says zipper man. And then he, <laughs> uh, he throws half of a pipe in front of him and then it closes together and he doesn't get him, but it does sort of slice Bruno's neck open all the way, and it's fine. Yeah, there's no blood or anything. Well, there's a little blood. There's no blood. We get another sort of... Oh, we get a Japanese lesson from Yeah, Seko. good luck fucking dubbing this one, David. Whoever's in charge of it. <laughs> David translations. David translations, yeah. Because he says, like, oh, I... He, he Fucking Seko is a brain genius now, and he deduces that he has to go to the Coliseum or whatever. And he's like, Coliseum... Doesn't it sound like Kuroseo, which is apparently like, I'm going to kill you in Japanese, Mr. Well, language Teacher? Yeah, you're the big language teacher, man. Only a true English teacher would be able to tell if one word sounds kind of like another one. In a different language. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I'm familiar with. So, uh, good luck uh, dubbing that one over. So then but, Seko just sort of is faster and stronger than Bruno at, cl- at, cl- at close range. It's fine. Uh-huh. Um, there is one part where Bruno, he's, like, hanging onto the pole, and Seko, I guess, I didn't realize until afterwards that he was activating his, like, mud ability, and the pole was, like, going into the ground. But the way it's shot, it just looked like Bruno is holding onto a pole and very slowly, like, sliding down it. (laughs) It was funny. It's the, uh, the fucking phantom blood technique. It's kicking, but sliding (laughs) down a pole. Kicking slow, yeah, but sliding down a pole at (laughs) the slowest speed perceptible by the human eye. 
So this is where Seko sees the Polnareff binocular binocular shine. And this might, and I'm thinking about it right now. And I think this might be why I'm a Seko fan. Cause at this moment, I'm just like, get his ass. Get it. Go, please go kill him. He see like, not only does he see like, you, it makes sense that he would see like the shine of the binoculars or whatever, but he's like, Hey, that guy looked like he was in a wheelchair and he had prosthetic legs and he looks like John Pierre Polnareff. 36 he's he's, he's got big hair on him. And I just finished watching uh Stardust Crusaders. And that was the one story that didn't get wrapped up. So yeah. It's probably him. Um, but then he does say you and your piss stained zipper guy. <laughs> Which is good. Oh yeah, because yeah, because zipper uh z- zip recruiter makes uh Bruno go into the ground uh-huh. and uh he he hates that Bruno's being a copycat. So apparently Bruno can just like zip through dirt too. Probably I I mean I you know I can't remember every fight from part five, but I feel like it might that might have been helpful previously. To zip to just zip through dirt and create a constant like passage forward. Probably I don't know, like maybe when you're on like the, the carne plane or something. I don't know. Figure mm-hmm. it out. Um apparently sound reverberates better in liquids than solids, but I don't know enough about liquids or solids to dispute that. So we're gonna have to talk to Patrick. Yeah. Out. Well the metal one of the loudest the loudest thing that I know about in Metal Gear is the guy yelling liquid. So Okay okay. So there is some some evidence supporting this claim. Yeah, just think about All it. Right. Um, my next note is it's a water pipe trick, idiot. Right. Yeah, this is where um, I started to feel really bad for the, not only the translators, but the animators, because they had to figure out how to show Seko swimming through concrete. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, he punches, Seko punches through to where he thinks Bruno is, but he opens up a water pipe instead, and he gets owned. He gets owned. But then... um. Seko, I believe, like, pops up out of the ground, and he's like, oh, Bruno, you and your quick wit, watch me eat this dirt. <laughs> yeah, he says, in fact, by defending yourself against me, you've admitted that you don't want to lose against me, so I win. Watch so me I, eat this so, dirt. So mentally, I have prepared better, and I'm winning the battle. Um, Delicious. Yeah. I was watching a, a wrestling pay-per-view uh, at this time, so I was sort of um, eating dirt at the same time. So. Uh-huh. I so what I understand what happened was he eats some dirt and spits it into the sky, mm-hmm. and by when the mud goes out of him and away from him, it returns back to regular to hard strong, hard style concrete mm-hmm. mud, and it turns into knives and it goes back to where it was. So he gets stabbed underground with so it. because the ground dirt is still like like a spicy lady touched it. So oh it's right, it's soft, so you go. It, it's hard to goes through it. So it goes hard and it goes through it. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Genius. Um, anyway, and then Bruno's like, ow, oof, ow. I ow, oof. It. He's just getting, like, fucking riddled with dirt bullets. And yeah. then Seko from, like, through the, like, water dirt, he's yelling, he's like, hey, do you know about the death row inmate who survived three hangings? <laughs> he just He's just looking for somebody to talk to. Anyway, uh, this is happening, and we get a glimpse, a full glimpse at our favorite friend who's at the Coliseum. Mm-hmm. And he's on the Passione Facebook page, and he's looking he at all He's on his things. homepage, and it's got four baby boys and a cop on it. Yep, and with their full names and, like, beautiful headshots that were all taken at apparently the same location. And he just didn't care about Fugo, I guess. Fugo's not not there. Mm-hmm. He, 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 he got that information. But yeah, it was between that. Fugo leaving and uh, cop dying. There's going to be another, like, so they're all going to get to the Coliseum, and he's going to be like, wait. Where's my friend Abakio? <laughs> uh, um, so basically what uh, Jean-Pierre Polner of 36 years old French Cups tells us is that 
they have to unlock the secret of the era, which he got after leaving Egypt 12 years ago. Apparently he just brought one with him. He said specifically he acquired the arrow after fleeing Egypt. So, so he didn't even find it in Egypt. He fled Egypt 12 years ago and then found the arrow at a later date. So this was a different time from when they all went on an airport away from each other. Yeah, it must be. He was just telling us uh, he left Egypt 12 years ago so we would know it was Polnareff. Yeah, I would know that information. Um, he, and does, he, also, he does. He does look better. I like. I like to look at. If I'm being honest, I like to look at this Polnareff better. He's got a purple eye patch tattoo. He figured out what a shirt is. Uh huh. So he's not just like wearing a fucking shower curtain. Hmm. And then he he says some Polnareff shit about it's <laughs> ironic that you joined a gang, but now you're fighting a good thing. And he, if Bucciarati doesn't get there before the Mudman does, then he has to destroy the arrow. Because then the final part of the season will begin. Yeah, so no one can know the secret. Um, so yeah, this is probably the last episode. It's probably the last uh, episode. Um, so that's Polnareff. Bruno's getting doo-dooed on. I do want to say that Seko, when he's swimming through... I know we kind we briefly talked about this, but when he's like swimming through the dirt, it looks really fucking good. It, it really does. I great, great work by David himself mm-hmm. on this one. Um, and then Bruno starts to turn into mud. Well, yeah, you know. I don't know. It's like how when you're fighting Silver Chariot, if you get too close, you turn into a you start to turn into a sword. You turn into a pervert. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, so then I I guess like I I think what happens is as they're still like in the dirt realm, like the beatdown music starts playing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, here we go. <laughs> but it's like a while before um like he actually yeah. gets destroyed. Well, you know, you never know what when the cue's going to be when you're watching this live, you know? Mm, yeah, true. Um, So, basically, Bruno's like, my plan was to run away from you very long so you could make everything go underground. A lot of fucking tricks involving cars in this season. Yeah, well, you know. But, the, car, but it cars always... Cars is the main boss. But it always ends it, I'm going to blow up this car. <laughs> but is this... Is he says yeah Bruno is sticky fingers comes out and Bruno says hey I feel no pain after breaking every bone and I'm uh-huh. he's lying fine on the pavement uh-huh. and um he makes a big sound do you use the car for that he the car gets pulled under the uh the dirts okay so and... I I thought he just like popped the tire no the and if you remember earlier sound reverberates better oh, in water so it blew right. up and the sound of a tire exploding really hurt. Seko's ears, but Bruno doesn't have them because he's alive. That's true. So he doesn't have ears anymore. I do like that Bruno, he's like mid-monologue, and then he's like, oh, wait, he can't hear me, and then he just stops. Hear. Yeah. It's but then, then we finally get to like, zip! It's so fucking good! It's pretty good. Great. Again, just David firing on all cylinders for this one. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Bruno is still talking. He's like, if you, like, don't attack me, like, I'll just let you be and I won't kill you. And Seko's just yelling. He's like, you're probably going to kill me. <laughs> you're going for- to force me to retire with that big zipper, aren't you? Aren't you? Better make it hurt. Bruno's just like, okay, well, just stop talking now. This conversation <laughs> isn't even coherent. And then Seko's like, I'm going to grab the closest child. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to grab this normal pink boy. Who's, who's, my favorite my favorite uh, Rohan Kishibe comic. It's my favorite pink boy. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's funny because we see him grab the kid and it's like, oh, it's obviously Dapio and he's wearing a hat with a D on it. Like he's Clementine from Walking Dead game. He went and to a then, gift shop. And then like there's a shot of the hat falling off and it's dramatic and it reveals Dapio's hair as if we didn't fucking know who he was immediately <laughs> by looking at his face. I at this point I just gotta I know it's it might be banal to bring up an ep- episode funny sixty nine of this show, but mm-hmm. everyone can see this weird dirt man. Mm-hmm. Like this isn't his stand was never unless he has like the white ice like as his, far as far as his I weird believe, overalls or his stand. Yeah, I wonder. It's convenient that anytime like um white album or Oasis are using their abilities, there are no like bystanders in sight. Yeah, because then you'd have to bring up what can they see and what can't. Is he like a naked man just like running through dirt? He's fucking be... he's fucking Lemillion when he like busts bust out <laughs> like in his clothes zone transfer. That's him all the time. That's why nobody's mad at him because they just see his 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 nice fat ass. <laughs> like, fat oh, ass carry on. Like, and they're like, damn, this really went in Rome. Do as the Romans uh, do. I'm gonna I'm gonna bounce a coin off that bad boy. Um anyway, uh he's like, okay, so he has Dapio hostage. He's like, the moment you attack me, I'll turn this kid into mud, which is a great threat to make to another mm-hmm. human. And then he says he's going to report it to the boss to get a big Diavolo sugar treat. Yeah, he's like, well, I was going to kill the boss, but now I'll just be his friend, because that seems easier. That's why the boss didn't want to call him. He's like, I don't want to give him my sugar treat. I don't want to give my sugar treats. (laughs) Tapio, they're only for you. It's my Sour Sketty collection that was sent to me by (laughs) Peacock Family. Um, So then for some reason, he's like trying to make Dapio call him a taxi instead of doing it himself. Well, you know. And my note here is just, Dapio will never call you a taxi. (laughs) He won't do it. Was that just you talking to the episode? Yeah. No, my Dapio wouldn't do that. That was just, like, my editorial comments. Because <laughs> that would be very funny if Bruno, who's never met <laughs> Dapio, said Dapio that. will never call you Bruno read his hat. He yeah. said Dapio. He said, my name Dapio. My name is Dapio. So then Bruno's like, I'm going to be sick for a second. And he's, he, like, zips a hole through Dapio and punches Seko. And mm. I guess, like, he zips Seko to himself because his, like, hand is attached to his head or something. Yeah, sure. And then Dapio, like, Bruno doesn't seem to care that Dapio isn't freaking out about this, which is good because we get his monologue and he's like, oh, I predicted this would happen with Epitaph. <laughs> so. <laughs> I like how he's kind of accepted, like, okay, anytime I use my future prediction, it always ends in me eating shit. But then I'm fine, so I'll just let this one happen. Yeah, he likes it. He likes it. Um, he wanted then, to meet Seko, so he let it happen. And then Seko's like stumbling into the street, and he falls into the same garbage truck. He just kind of walks directly into a trash compactor. It's the same garbage truck as Chocolata's in. That's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, Mr. Chocolate. Let's go get incinerated. I don't remember that happening in the manga, but it's good if they change it, because it's funny. It is funny. Um. Anyway, Bruno's fucking dead as hell. And he's like, yeah, he is on the kind ground. of his, his, he's like, I wonder if I'm out of time, my strength, it's gone. Um, but then Dapio's behind him and he's doing like, he's going to do a big King Crimson. The big, chop. the big King Crimson, Crim, Crimson chop that we all love to see. It's the famous, the bites the dust version of King Crimson is where you, you hit him hard with your hand. But then it says the famous words of Jojo to be continued. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is the first like actual cliffhanger in a while. Yeah. Like, most of the times it ends, it's like, that was cool. Like, I want to see what the next episode. But this is the first one that's like, oh, shit, what will happen? You know? 
like I don't know. It was good. I mean, the last time he got the big chop, he became dead. So maybe he'll just, it'll just be like CPR. <laughs> Bruno is the first, um, like, actual example of the fucking, like, comment meme where someone's like, oh, this person died. And then someone asks, like, is he okay? <laughs> and the answer is yes. Yeah. Um, and then we find out, hey, episode 33, his name is Diavolo. My name is Diavolo, yeah. So, um, now anytime I see, some, when I go to a delicious Bucciarati Italian restaurant, like the one I was at recently, mm-hmm. and I see something like, uh, some dish, uh, Fra Diavolo, which means it's very spicy, I think it means uh, I'm going to be killed by a big punch. Maybe I... that's why Spicy Lady is the daughter. Uh, and it's not just a translation thing. It's not just a translation thing, because it means spicy red sauce. Yeah. And pink is very similar to red. Just pink, some art facts pink for you. It's kind of a, a vodka sauce, which, as we know, is contains alcohol, which yeah, is been told. of the devil. You're right. It's it's from so, the mob. Work of the week. Yeah, we did it. Um, good episodes. It's we, gonna be cool. Are... Five seconds. It's gonna be cool. Five seconds into the next episode, when Dapio beheads Bruno, and that's it, and he's and dead that's forever. It. He's dead, and he doesn't make it to the Coliseum, and everyone just says, "Let's go home." No. Yeah, the Volnerf just he just he just breaks the he just uses silver chariot one last time, and he mm-hmm. does, he does it, and it breaks the stand arrow, and then he says, "Oh well, better go back to being a museum curator." I'm Doctor Polnareff. I want to see old old silver chariot. I'm de- I'm because like, we saw the- baby silver chariot. The part, which is the worst way, so then... No, no, the actual baby silver chariot was good. I just didn't like to see the sort of... The kind of situation surrounding... Like, if we could have just gotten, like, a Seco suit onto the child, that would have been so much better. Just to, you know... For sure. Just, like, some gross brown overalls. Um, Let's get into questions. If you have one, you can send us uh, and ask on Tumblr, yada-yada-boys.tumblr.com, or yada-yada-boys.gmail.com. Uh, first question this week comes in from friend of the show, Val Flight Cub, who asked, Hi, it's me, Val Flight Cub. Hello. I'm sure somebody has already sent this question in, but if they haven't, they haven't. The rumor come out. John Wick is JoJo. Uh Uh-huh. Did you know this? I've, I'm hearing about it now. It's, it's his name. I forget. I think in, it's, it's not, whatever. If you don't want the most minor of John Wick spoilers, skip ahead 10 seconds. We find out his full name is like Giovanni jovanovich or something okay so he is jojo so he is jojo he's geogio he's jojo in your onions what's his stand and what kind of show stealing side characters would his season include so now i've never seen any of them and you've seen all of them so take it away it's basically sex his stand is basically sex pistols but it works every time i was gonna say the one thing that i've seen is like when they're walking through the museum casually and they're Mm -hmm. using silenced guns Mm mm-hmm it would be way better if every time they shot, you just heard, like, yeehaw, extremely loud. That's the, like, family-friendly TV edit. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeehaw! Like that. Yeah, and also, that's... you and then you stab a knife into Common's chest, and he goes away on yeah. the train. <laughs> Common <laughs> is there. Mr. Um, using a silencer is just turning to his children and going, shh. So, so let's, let's build it, because it, it's already, they're part of, like, an assassin's guild. So let's just so th- this Passione, it's it's John Wick, it's Common, it's Ian McShane, it's the guy who works at the front desk and the dog. But it's it's basically all the Stardust Crusaders. But what if they were good? Because Ian McShane can be Old Joseph, 
Right. Right. And then everything else is just it's it's there. Mm-hmm. Like just just adapt. Just give every all of those characters uh, Stardust Crusader shit, and then they're good. Yeah, um, make except, anything Stardust Crusaders, except, and then it's good. Except um, in Stardust Crusaders, everyone liked it when Iggy died, and it didn't cause like a whole murder series to happen. Everyone did like it when Iggy died, famously. Yep, we loved it, and we clapped when we saw his spirit ghost in the sky. It was he just like he just like coughed up all of his blood at once. It was pretty good. Um. Next question comes in from friend of the show, Tumblr user Chie Satanakas, who asked, Fun fact, Chocolata's voice actor also dubs Mark Ruffalo's voice pretty often, including when he's Bruce Banner. Would Chocolata just fucking murk Thanos? Also, which members of the assassination team do you think Thanos could be? So, I you, mean, see, well, so you, didn't, you haven't seen any of the John Wicks, right? No. I haven't seen any of the uh, Avengers. Revenger, Revengers, I haven't seen them. You guys, so you don't, you haven't seen um, Thanos's per- big purple cakes. Any movie that includes Thanos's <laughs> fat, Thanos's fat purple ass, I have yet to see. So you haven't seen the famous thing at the end of Infinity War where he makes it clap. I did not see. See, I know that um, the Ant Man goes inside his ass. Oh yeah, is that, is that when he makes his cheeks clap? They all get into the magic school bus and they all go inside of of, of his fat purple ass. Okay. What was this question about? <laughs> um, it was about Mr. Chocolate. Is Mr. Chocolate is is um weak? We found out, and he's easy to kill. He's easy to kill. Now Seco. Okay. Now okay. Now actually throwing Seco into the trash. Also, mm-hmm. what if the Infinity Gauntlet? Now there's With the sex pistols. <laughs> yeah, dude. Because there's six spots. Yeah. <laughs> they're, all, they're all a little. Yeah, it's a little yellow boy living in each of them. Mr. You must collect each and every one of us to have supreme power over the universe. My Thanos powers. monologuing about how there's not enough salami lunch for everybody in the world. Perfect equilibrium. This is how Thanos talks. And then um, <laughs> one of the bullets is like, I am the soul bullet. You have to, you have to kill, uh, you have to kill this person to make me go inside of your hand, Mr. Thanos. It's the sacrifice. What did it cost? Pucciarati! It's like, <laughs> I'm the reality bullet. I can make my voice anything I want. And it's like, well, you couldn't. No. No, I choose to keep it this way. I am the time bullet. That means I can speak in this voice anytime that I choose. <laughs> Great ass. <laughs> anyway, uh... Follow up. Hey, what if in Modern Crusaders they said Stanish, join us? Thanks. I'd like that. What's Modern Crusaders? It's the end theme. <laughs> the current end theme. Oh, of JoJo Part Five: Golden Wind. It doesn't talk about being horny in it, right? Yeah, true. So it's the part. Oh, the part of the end where it's good and it goes, "Join us." Hmm. Okay. Yeah, that would be good. <laughs> Confirmed. We, they we, don't we, tell you the title. It does say Enigma of Modern Crusaders. I'm looking point. at the back of it where it shows all the old the old friends. Uh next question. I'm looking at Tender Machine. It, Tender Machine's there, Little Feet. Um See, I fucking love Little Feet. Uh friend of show, Alex Lee French asked a question. I clapped when number five told journal bite this bullets. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot stress enough how good it was that number five was like one of the main characters just yeah center stage 
It's what it uh, deserves. Uh, final uh, question this week from the anonymous, but I do like to I do like it because it begins with Sex Pistols voice. Okay, you don't have to tell me twice. Very nice, is Caesar Chan. <laughs> Caesarino. All six of them deflecting the cross-shaped rock that's falling down. That was, no, that was why, you remember when cars fell and he reflected, like, three times off the edge of, like, hard rock? Uh-huh. It was actually the Sex Pistols, like, playing a prank on him. Oh, <laughs> uh, Caesar says, uh, Joseph, this is the this is uh, the last of my power, please take it from me. And he pops the bubble and six little yellow boys yeah. come out. Joseph, his problem Joseph, now. please stop fighting here in Peace Berlina! <laughs> Uh, it's always it's a it's always an interesting episode when when it's clear that kim's not in the room yeah kim, kim, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm, allowed, I'm fucking allowed to go buck wild kim is in the house just not in the room mm-hmm. yeah i'm sure so she, 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 can heard he, she's, she she's hearing it muffled through the wall <laughs> um anyway that's yaddy yaddy boys uh, thank you for listening. Thank you, David. Thanks, David. Um, no thanks, oh, Palmer I, F. Oh, I do want to give uh, Kim, producer of the show, did uh, hit up the Trader Joe's earlier today. Yeah. And she brought, um, she got some stuff. We're going to make a fancy pasta for dinner. She got all the ingredients for that. And she also bought some treats. And she saw uh, these this box of cookies that looked particularly tasty. So she brought them home and said, here, I, I got these. Eat these cookies. And uh-huh. then I looked at them and bite they were, this cookies, bite this cookies. And then, um, they are called, so they're like Oreos, the, the treat we know and love, but they're yeah. like, uh, Neapolitan Oreos where it's like one, the top is vanilla, the cream is strawberry and the bottom is chocolate. Interesting. And they're called Neapolitan Jojos. <laughs> okay. So, um, I'm going to enjoy some of those after we finish up here. All right. Um, thank you for listening. We'll see you next week for Fun Point. And it's Marina and the Diamonds to me. Let's it's all listen to it and like it. I can't wait. I'm very excited. Um, I, I've been, uh, I forget if we talked about it on here, but I have been listening to more of that Carly Rae Jepsen. Yeah, me too. I've been, in, I, uh, I heard the underwater robot voice. I thought of you. It's good. Yeah. It, 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 horny is forbidden, except when it's like fun. Like yeah. Well, with her, it's like even a party for one is it's, it's having fun. It's about cranking your hot. Yeah, it's not a, you know, it's about Django, but like, <laughs> it's also about just having fun and being yourself. Exactly, we love it. Um, so yeah, we'll see you in a couple weeks for this. Game of Thrones is done forever, thank God. Thanks. Um, uh, remember to text someone who's always feeling sexually horny. Alright, um, the Sepper Funny, and, uh, my name, uh, Diablo. My name is Diablo. Bye-bye. (laughs) Bye-bye. Thank you for playing my game. (laughs) Yahoo!